We're talking running back preview of my rankings, and that's going to happen right now. What's going on, everybody? It's Bob's Three Toad Warriors with Word on the Streets. This is live stream number four. We're about 26 or seven episodes into the season plus live streams. And uh, it's 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 crack it's uh, it's crack time. No, we're not on crack. <laughs> well, no, I'm not on crack. Um, you might think so by the time we're doing these rankings, though, right? Uh, today I have on the show with me the boys underscore twenty two Kevin Coleman. What's going on, Kevin? How you doing tonight? I'm good, Bob. How are we doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing good. We went we went uh, went on a boat today with the family. Uh, so those not watching on the YouTube's, I got the uh, the uh, the old Bob's Three Toad Warriors uh, nasty stank river uh, straw hat on, and uh, I got the uh, the draft armband on from my first draft, and it was bad. I'm just gonna read you this team. Don't draft this team. Don't draft Big Ben, Dez, Manuel Sanders, John Stewart, D- Drug Martin, Winston. Look at that. I've already got two quarterbacks. I'm six picks in. I don't know. All right, don't do those kind of things. All right, but I'm uh, wearing the silly stuff because it's draft season and uh, it's just time to talk about these running backs because we got we got redraft drafts going on like crazy. They're firing up anytime between now and the next two, three, four weeks. So before we get into that, Kevin, why don't you tell everybody, all our listeners, where they can find your work, sir? Yeah, they can find me at uh, Du Bois, um, Du Bois underscore 22 on Twitter um, at hammercast.com. Um, we do a lot of Debbie stuff. And I also wanted to give a shout out. We're doing a teacher charity league right now um, for No Kid Hungry. Uh, we've raised over $1,300 in a couple days. And so we're trying to get it maybe up to that $1,500 mark. Our goal is 1000 but now we're trying to get up to $1,500. We're okay. going to leave the link live. So if people want to do it, we actually have people buy our first round picks. So like I got I got um, Ch, but like other people got like uh, I think Corey Davis and some other guys like they were bidding up on me with Colin Kaepernick. So we actually were able to raise money that way. So it was a lot of fun. Cool. But all for the kids and trying to raise some money for charity. So if you guys want to donate, you definitely can. Just find me on Twitter and I can send you the link. Awesome, I love it. I love that. It's cool. Um, man's a busy man. This is third time uh, now tied <laughs> for number one on the show. That's right. BC's not going to be happy with you. Um, but there's an announcement in the works. We're not going to drop it on this show, but that number will soon be soon be fading, by the way. <laughs> but that won't really be a guest number. That was a pretty good hint, wasn't it? <laughs> so, all right. I can be found at Bob's Three Toad on Twitter, uh, on YouTube at Bob's Three Toad Warriors, the Facebook pages, the uh, Word on Streets Fantasy Football and uh, shows are dropping Mondays and Thursdays, soon to change with the regular season. And the live stream is currently on Wednesdays, soon also to change with the live with the uh, regular season, just to be more conducive with uh, getting everybody's information out to them so they can get their sit starts and their um, and their uh, waiver wire uh, picks in from the show. So that was just some good information for you. Hope you guys wrote it all down. Everybody's got a pen, right? Uh, but let's not let's not spend any more time on that. Uh, you guys watching the show, you can put your comments in. We're going to read them on the, on live on the show. You can ask your questions, uh, hopefully relative to the show. We'll answer those on the show as well. I hope you guys enjoy as much as we enjoy doing it. And, uh, don't forget to like, notif- hit the notification bell. If you're listening on the, uh, the pod release replay on Saturday, uh, feel free to subscribe, give that five-star rating. It's greatly appreciated. And, uh, Mr. Wilson wasted no time jumping in here. He says that uh, I heard NFL could be Saturdays only if no college. That would be interesting. I've heard Fridays dropped in there. I've heard lots of days. Um, you know, uh, I'll just have to change uh, change which days uh, we give our, our rankings and stuff <laughs> like that. But uh, I'll watch. Sure. <laughs> so, all right. Let's get into these rankings and um, – yeah, the mess that my screen looks like trying to keep everything in order. Thought uh share that with you guys and uh, the rankings here. So let's get back to the regular screen. So at number one, this is uh, redraft rankings. I was going to say one quarterback. That does nothing to do with these running backs uh, <laughs> at all, uh, but it's half PPR. If you are playing in a PPR league, then bump up the number some. 
if you are playing in a standard league, then then take the number down some for certain players. Some players, it's it's not going to be as big an impact on. Other players, it will. So at number one, we have Christian McCaffrey. He is uh, this is tier one, Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. I uh, slated McCaffrey in for 344 points. It's probably a down tick from last year. I have that somewhere, but not in front of me. And Saquon Barkley at 307, one and two. Why don't you uh, tell me what you think about those guys right there in that first tier? Yeah, I mean, those are the two top guys going into the season. We know that. I think I think Barkley's going to be a little closer than some people think to McCaffrey. Um, I, you know, Barkley got hurt a little bit last year, so we, we didn't see the full Barkley. Even when he came back, oh, yeah. he ru- he rushed it, so he was not that he wasn't healthy after that. So I think Barkley, you know, you're in a draft. I understand going CMC one, you know, overall. Um, but you got you get Barkley, you could get the number one running back next year. Um, and especially in that Giants offense, it's going to expand a little bit. Daniel Jones is going to be a little bit better. I don't think they're going to be able to stack the box as much, especially with the weapons on the outside. Um, especially if Shepard can stay healthy for Jones. So I could see, I could see him, um, I could see Barkley getting close. But you know, Christian McCaffrey, until we see a, a really a downfall, I think he's going to be the he's got to be the guy. So that's the guy you want to draft him, especially in PPR. That's the dude you want. All right, so. Jump on Christian McCaffrey. I think that's everybody's consensus one. I don't yeah. think we're shocking the world with that one. Um, McCa- and Saquon Barkley. That's that's a little debatable for some people. Some people would would uh, would probably slide Zeke above him. I've heard. I've even seen Derrick Henry taken in drafts above him. Uh, to me, that's that one's a little hot takey, little little crazy for me. <laughs> yeah. but, um, that's just that's just me, and I'm not not that big a fan of him. Uh, Mr. Andy pops in. Andy uh, pops in. He says, "Who's Bob? <laughs> that's me. Uh, you silly man. That's uh, that's one of our buddies out there. Thank you. All right. So let's go to number three. And this one is not, not who the who the world thinks should be number three. Dalvin Cook. So I, da- I have a Dalvin Cook, the first person in tier two, which is Dalvin Cook, Zeke, and Alvin Kamara." I got him at 275, and the other guys aren't trailing far behind him. So, do I have some explaining to do? Yeah, you do, actually. (laughs) I want to hear why why you put Cook as three. Okay. So, let me go to how I statted this guy out. Um, Dalvin Cook. Is this thing alphabetical? Hmm. Wish I had an easier way to look at this. Let's go... All right, Dalvin Cook. Here he is. Um, big carry split for his team. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna carry the load for his team. Um, he'll he'll take take the bench every once in a while for Alexander Madison, but he's gonna get the bulk of the work more than likely. Uh, targets game. I have him down for four point eight targets game. So it's a good little PPR uh, number there. Uh, very realistic to what he did the last last two years. Uh, as an as a uh, on pace average, obviously he doesn't always play a full season, uh, <laughs> but for his on pace average, feel pretty good about it. Uh, rushing attempts two seventy, uh, which some people might say hot is high. I don't think it's high. You think two seventy is high? No, not in that offense. I think I think that's kind of what we expect from him next year, as long as uh, he plays. Yeah, there's Minnesota. Let me get a better screen. This will. The one I statted on easier. So 1,242 yards, not unrealistic for him. No. Um, 77 targets, 57 receptions, 500 yards. Only So 11 touchdowns on the ground, one in the air. So and if you look at him last couple of years, 13 rushing touchdowns last year. So I took him down to yeah. 1,100 yards last year. I only gave him an extra 100. Not too bad. And uh, reception, he didn't have any receiving touchdowns, and I gave him two, I think, two. So I about washed with his production last year. So it might not be an issue of him being higher. It might be an issue of me being lower on the other guys. Yeah. I mean, now that you kind of talked about it and I was looking at his targets, especially with Diggs leaving, I think he's going to have – they're going to rely on him to run a lot more. I think they're going to give him more volume. Um, I just get worried about either his health. Sometimes you just say, can he finish the season? And that's valid. Um, and then also like, I'm not a big believer in Kirk cousins, so they're going to be stacking that box. I don't think I just, it, unless Justin Jefferson, who I'm really high on, but 
if he can step up and maybe take some targets away from Cooks, I could actually – you're right about the receiving. He could actually see an uptick in that receiving. Um, and, you know, I don't – as a Cowboy fan, I love Zeke. So Zeke's my guy. But, you know, with all the weapons on the Cowboys, I actually could – you're right. I could see I could see Cook getting more volume. Yeah. There's yeah, a couple of quick questions. Cook missed half the game's injury prone. That is true, Mr. Wilson. But we, we, can't, we can't play the injury game – when we're when we're statting them out, we just got to hope they play all sixteen, yeah, you know, games. But when you're drafting them, that's where the injury bug can can defer defer me, and I can push to the side and and uh, say it's a tiebreaker. I'm going to go with the guy that tends to be less injury prone for myself. Uh, Josh underscore ff says I got him at 260, 270. Fair, my, totally fair, my man. Thank you. He says Dick's departure leading to the spike in targets. I'm guessing it is for both me and you, and that's what you just alluded to. Right there, and um, and uh, we'll come to that one later, Mr. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so let's go to the next guy on the list here, and that is the guy who most people would say is second or third, and that's Zeke Elliott, uh, followed by Alvin Kamara. So I think it's really just me pushing uh, Dalvin Cook up with the uh, workload and the targets there that, that made the difference and, and made my stats look weird. Don't worry. They'll get more interesting as the, uh, as the plays go on. So Zeke Elliott in the second tier and uh, at 273. Um, how do you, you like him there above Kamara or after? Uh, I'm going to always put him a little bit above just because I think the Cowboys really do rely on him. And I think, and I, as a Cowboy fan, I watch it for the last four, you know, four or five years. He, he, he he's going to get you, you know, as long as he plays and he's there, he's going to get you anywhere from 1200 to 1400 yards rushing. Um, and for him too, he averages about, you know, give or take 12 touchdowns a year, especially on the ground. Um, and he's pretty underrated receiver. I think though that, as I've been thinking about it, especially the Cowboys, I think Tony Pollard is going to be more involved in the receiving game for them. So I think maybe it kind of limits Zeke a little bit. So that I'm okay with him being that four or five range just because I think, especially in that Dallas offense with Jarwin, C.D. Lamb, Gallup, um, Cooper, they're going to be they're going to be hucking that thing around to all kinds of different people. Um, so I think it will affect Zeke, but I'm still taking him, I think, as my running back three. I actually just drafted him above Dalvin Cook, so I, I had him there. Okay. And, and, and I would say – in a, in a draft, I would probably take him above as well myself, even though I ranked him there. I'm like, ah! <laughs> because that injury bug would probably be the uh, the tie break, even though I thought it was close. Um, yeah, yeah, Zeke usually stays healthy. I mean, Zeke's a pretty healthy guy. I know in 2017 he didn't finish, but after that he's averaged 15 games a year. So you can really rely on him, and you know, and he's he's the guy that I would want on my fantasy team, especially in redraft. I'm taking him. Yeah, yeah, I slated him for 1,354 yards, 11 touchdowns. Um, 43 receptions, 329 yards, and two, three receiving touchdowns. So I did only put Pollard in for 13 receptions and one touchdown. So a uh, nice little point you bring up if uh, Pollard kind of spells him a little and uh, gets those, those receptions and pulls it away. That could, that could drop him a little, but the guy is just a beast. And that offense is, should, be, should just be great this year. Should should be. Yeah, we should be. <laughs> I, I just think everybody kind of – all the stuff I've been going over and listening to the Cowboys Twitter and kind of reading all their stuff, they think that, like, Pollard's going to be in that Ty Montgomery kind of role in McCarthy's offense. <clears throat> so if he is, then, yeah, that'll definitely – but we don't know. McCarthy, we don't know if it's going to be Kellen Moore's show or McCarthy's show or how that's going to work. Um, right. So we, we really got to wait and see. But I, I think Pollard could see a little bit more than that because they like him and they actually really do – they like – that liked him out of the draft, and I know they like use him as a weapon, but there's just so many weapons on that count. We should be the number. I know the Chiefs fans are gonna get pissed, but we have more weapons than the Chiefs do. I really believe it. <laughs> oh, oh boy, and, they're gonna and, phone and, in now. <laughs> but uh, we do have more weapons. I mean, I think yeah. overall we have a better we have a better better surrounding cast. Dak, I I know Mahomes is way better, but Dak's still a top three fantasy quarterback. So, and I just wrote a dynasty quarterback thing. Who would you want? I put Dak on there as my fourth quarterback. Um, so I think that the Cowboys with all those targets and stuff, they're, they're a great offense. So Zeke's the guy that you want. Okay. There we go. You heard him guys. Go, go take him. But I'm home. So Alvin Kamara next. So Alvin Kamara at number four, uh, I got him slated for 931 rushing yards, which is, is not a ton, but that's because of a big split with Latavius Murray, almost getting 600 yards, nine touchdowns still, uh, receiving yards, uh, 600, just under 600 and five receiving touchdowns because probably more than you should have on 68 
receptions, but the man is just electric when he gets the ball. And so that put him at 270 points, RB5 for me. Um, as long as Latavius doesn't cut into too much of that work. You know, you could say that the addition of Emmanuel Sanders could be a little tricky for him. Yeah. Do they actually have a number two? Will that take some of the passing game? Um, you could say that uh, maybe um, Taysom Hill will actually get out there and, uh, <laughs> and, catch, and do a lot more tight end, wide receiver, running back receiving than he did as uh, as a quarterback. They only had like 20 or so. Um, not a crazy amount. So, But uh, what's your thoughts there on Alvin Kamara? Yeah, when I was looking at this, I was going over some – I was kind of – I was trying to study. I know Detroit PSD will be mad at me, but I was looking over some stats and doing some stuff, and I I, I didn't really realize that Kamara has never had over 1,000 yards rushing, rushing in his career. And so when I was looking at that, I was like, wow, you know, that's crazy. I mean, I know he has receiving, but even then, I mean, all-purpose yards around 1,500, which is is really good in PPR. Half PPR, though, you're kind of looking at that kind of in the middle. You're going to take him down a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know it just came out that he probably had a torn MCL last year. So he, he they they talked about they don't know for sure. They haven't confirmed it, but his knee was hurt. So we could now that he's healthy, maybe he does jump back up there. But Latavius Murray is a serious, serious guy running back behind him, and that's like uh, if you want, if you're looking for like one of those guys you're going to try to get later in the rounds, Murray's going to get a majority some of the work, especially the goal line. Um, so I think he will take away some touchdowns from Kamara. So I, 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 I agree. I think he should be right there in the middle of the Zeke in that tier two, lower tier two. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the numbers I'm using here are, I'm basing them off the last three years of, uh, of performances, mm-hmm. adjusting them to what I think they'll be better, worse situations, stuff like that. So it was very weird, as you said, him not getting a thousand yards, but him being the stud player yeah. so much ppr 728 883 and 797 now uh that's 16 15 14 games hopefully this year is not 13 games hopefully that's not a not a sign as they're going <laughs> down uh same thing as yards perception 10.2 8.8 so uh, i think I, I slated that for a little bit of a rebound and and getting back into the passing game i also feel like he was playing playing kind of uh injured like saquon barkley and and uh not his full full self out there so um Famous Jameis. Famous Jameis should be great fit on the yeah. Saints. Well, hopefully it's not needed this year. Uh, we, we shall see. So, <laughs> all right. After Kamara, we have number five. Get this thing off my screen. Number five. All right. So here's tier number three, which is a big tier for me. <clears throat> this tier is Miles Sanders, Joe Mixon, Kenyon Drake, Clyde, Edwards, Hilaire, Derrick Henry, which I have buried at 10, and uh, Josh Jacobs. So that's a, a tier for me, which ranges from 256 points on the season down to 244 points, which is really less than a point a game when you when you, when you you do this stuff. It's like, yeah. that's all that's separating these guys? <laughs> sure. Which one do I want? Um, but, all right, let's focus on number six, Miles Sanders. So for Mr. Miles Sanders, he has so many question marks around him he has the he had to barely get his spot last year uh from david montgomery question mark he has well the only reason he caught so many passes is because all the guys were injured they'll be injured this year um (laughs) he had uh just so many different question marks so uh, i got him for 254 rushing attempts which is 1167 yards nine touchdowns um and I wish there was, I had a better mouse so slide to the, the side for me here. That is um, only about 100 yards more than last year with him not being the man. There's a few more rushing touchdowns, but again, he should be the man. And uh, 509 yards and three touchdowns uh, last year. And I said he's going to have 426 and three. So I took him down, you know, almost 100 yards. Uh, and he's still popping that high in the, in the, in the rankings. So, uh, what's your thoughts? What's your feelings on him? Yeah, uh, Sanders, you know, he's one of the – I liked him coming out of college a lot. I scouted him a lot, especially with all my Debbie stuff. And um, I think I think he can be that guy. Like, Jordan Howard leaving is going to help him because he really is a the guy. They got Boston Scott, but that's not someone to really be worried about. Um, 
I, I noticed that he had, he's going to probably have over a thousand yards rushing. I could see that easily next season just because there's no one else. I mean, he's got to have to get the ball. And like you said, I really do think his receiving is going to go down just because I think his rushing is going to increase, but he should have a positive increase on his touchdowns. So he's going to score. Sure. Um, what did you say you thought you had him at for touchdowns? Uh, nine touchdowns on the ground, three in the air. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that he's going to – I can see him getting from the 8 to the 10 touchdown range, especially in that offense. Um, I think Wentz will be better this year. As long as those weapons around him stay healthy and then they actually have a passing game, I think that it's going to help Sanders out a lot, and I think they're just going to try to get him the ball. I mean, everything that comes out of camp, we keep hearing, oh, Sanders is the guy. We're going to – He's he, we're gonna give him the high high workload and all that stuff, and that's all coach speak. But if you really truly <laughs> if you truly believe that hey, he's your guy, you know you take him. I, you could probably get him right now in that mid tier eighth ninth pick in, in a single quarterback um, in a super flex. I got him at the at the I think two point oh one, so like right at first pick of the second round. Um, so like if you're trying to get him right there, I think in a half PPR especially, he's gonna do. You're gonna get a pretty solid production from him. So did you grab a wide receiver on that turn or did you go running back, running back? I know you um, I know you're a fan of the wide receiver, not as much on the running back, but in that league, I actually grabbed uh uh yeah, I grabbed Sanders and then I grabbed Michael Thomas. So I, I okay. got both of those two guys. Damn, sweet. So you got Thomas on the twelve. That's good. Yeah, Th- Thomas on the twelve and Sanders on the on the turn. So Okay. I, could, I, I would love to love to start with that. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty happy with that. All right. So after that, um we got Joe Mixon, and and I think Joe Mixon usually goes seventh. Oh, I have him at seventh. Okay, it's Henry. It's it's Derek Henry. I got buried and Nick Chubb for that matter. So, uh, where the hell did Nick Chubb go? He's on the he's running back eighteen. You got him at eighteen down there. Yeah, there's something wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to talk about that one if we get to that one. All right, let's go to uh, damn. That's the fun part about these. It's like you got to look at them. You got to see it. So I saw that and I was like, huh, all right. Well, let's just roll with it then. Because I, yeah. I was looking at it. I was like, where the hell did Nick Chubb go? Well, and we're going to see if I can justify my number. <laughs> all right, Joe Mixon coming in at 253 points on the season. The way that looks for him is what teams he played for? Cincinnati. 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 Come on, one more time. Boop, boop. Dead air is always fun. All right, Joe Mixon, 251 rushing attempts. He's going to be the man there. We all know that. We don't question it. Uh, 1,154 yards, very reasonable. Very similar stat line to, uh, to the last guy. Nine touchdowns on the ground. Here's a 45 receptions, 373 rushing yard, uh, receiving yards, excuse me, four project, uh, projected touchdowns through the air. So, and that puts him, puts him uh, at number seven. And, um, He's on a very interesting team that might be crazy good with uh, the rookie quarterback or might just be another team um, sucking with the rookie quarterback. So <laughs> where, are we, where are you sitting with that? Uh, Mixon's my guy. I like Mixon a lot. Yeah. I, I've had Mixon a lot in a couple leagues. Um, I just think with what he's been able to produce on the worst offensive line I've seen in like two years and with Andy freaking Dalton as your quarterback – um, it just, I love his production. He's had 2000 yard se- um, rushing seasons, uh, eight touchdowns, five touchdowns the last two years in those two seasons. And I think he's going to get more involved in the passing game that he has got Joe Burrow. I think people underestimate how big of an improvement Burrow is from Dalton Dalton yeah. towards the last three years of mix. If you watch the Bengals, you knew he was just not that guy. Um, so I, I, I like mixing a lot. I think that he could actually sneak his way up a little bit higher in the rankings in PPR. Um, just because I, I'd rather take – I know everybody's complaining about Mixon or Sanders. That's a big thing going on right now. And I'd rather have Mixon. I think Mixon's a better running back. Um, and I think that he actually is going to actually produce higher this year with a better team, better offensive line, and better quarterback. Yeah, I can dig that completely. They have a complete opposite scenario on the receiving side yeah. than the Eagles do. Well, let me rephrase that. They kind of do. Um, they have a lot of rookie, a lot of talent that's growing – they have a guy that's coming back from injury, so I guess that's almost the same as the Eagles do, who should be healthy and good to go. And Tyler Boyd's always a beast. And they, just, they have a lot of weapons, and that's why um, I, I have him scheduled for a pretty similar uh, receiving yards as last year. But even then, it's, it's he still rocks out, and he's still phenomenal. Uh, uh, P2W Fantasy, our boy, says, Kevin throwing down the heat. Uh, 
Henry Barbosa, the Samoan, says, what are you drinking, Bob? Got the big ice cube, and I got the uh, Jim Beam Red Stag rolling because you got to have a little wild cherry whiskey in your life. Uh, cheers from the Samoan. That's the uh, same Gizai. And uh, Gio Bernard, still the backup. He seems to have fallen off. Um, yeah, I'd say he's – I don't know if he's fallen off. He just – I don't know if he really ever had the the <laughs> workload love. So I think – I mean, if you're looking for a backup, get Travion Williams. I think Travion Williams, I loved him coming out of college. If he would have stayed healthy, I think he would have he would have went to a different team in situation. Um, yeah, Giovanni Bernard is I, – I don't he, I, I, He's yeah. toast? I, I don't think he's toast, but I think it's a young man's game. I think Williams is going to yeah. step into that role really simple. But I think a lot of people give Zach Taylor a lot of crap, and they shouldn't. I know he had a bad year last year, but – that team, ever since A.J. Green went down, like you talked about, I mean, there wasn't a lot going on for that team with that offensive line. I actually like Zach Taylor's system, so I think it's going to help Mixon, um, especially when he gets his new contract, and then he'll be happy, and I think it'll be – I think he's going to have a great year. There you go. Let's slide down to number eight, Kenyon Drake, that uh, consensus AD, – at uh, ADP. Consensus rankings out there have him at number nine, so not terribly high on him. Again, is because I buried a couple other guys. <clears throat> we'll get to those issues later. So Kenyon Drake at 247. He plays for Arizona, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to flip through 32 tabs to find the right one. So here we go. <laughs> uh, all right. So Kenyon Drake, I, I scheduled him for 240 with 1,150 uh, rushing yards, 10 rushing touchdowns. A little lofty, a little loftier than the other two guys. Three, uh, 40 receptions, three, 324 receiving yards, and three touchdowns. So he's kind of in that same ilk, that same same area um, when you figure everything in. And is that outlandish for him? I don't know. Uh, 800 yards in his games last year, and that was not having the full workload, sitting almost bench a lot of the time. So I think the 1,100 is pretty realistic there. Received 345. I have him somewhere right around there. He didn't get any receiving touchdowns last season. I think that's got to come up to one or two at a bare minimum. Uh, and I said three, so yeah, maybe a little high. Um, but they like him there, and that team is supposed to be high flying. But you know what? They could still be a dud team. What do you got? Yeah, you know, for me with Kenyon Drake, I'm, that's one of the guys that I kind of battle with a lot. Um, because I just feel like he hasn't produced the numbers that you'd want to see from drafting somebody with that ADP. Um, like yeah. if you're drafting in the late first round, like that to me is, I just don't want to touch that, especially in redraft. Cause I think he has a, I think he has a high ceiling, but I also think he has the lowest floor of those guys because it really relies on the Arizona offense. Can Murray do be not have a sophomore year slump and actually kind of get that thing going. They added Hopkins. Kirk, I think, is going to do well. They still got Fitzgerald. They got all these guys around him, and how much are they going to involve in Drake? I know that he's going to get involved in the passing game. I just worry about his usage, and, like, everybody always says Adam Gay sucks. Yeah, I know Adam Gay sucks. <laughs> like, I get it. Never heard that before in our lives. I, under, I understand he was trash. I understand he's terrible. But, like, for me, it's always talent always rises to the top for me when I watch games, and Drake never rose to the top. Um, and so if you're not going to rise to the top when you're actually, it, no matter where you're at, that Miami team wasn't very good. And yes, maybe Gase was there, but they traded him for a reason. And so a lot of people think that he's going to be a top 10 running back. And I have a hard time seeing him in that echelon of running back. I just don't know if he's going to be able to produce for you. Like if you're really relying on him at that, at that high of an ADP, I'd be very worried about my team. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough part when you're statting these guys out and trying to take the emotion out of it yeah. <laughs> because you, you really are like, I could see this being a realistic uh, result for him, but if you draft him where he's going this high or as high as I have him, I should say you are drafting him at a ceiling and you're not really getting a good value in a sense, but I don't think you're going to have to draft him. I, I took down my ADP. Um, I don't think you have to give him that high. Uh, so I think you'd be fine taking him later towards this, in the second round after you took someone much better in yeah. the uh, first round. If you're going to go double running backs in the first two rounds and you take him as your second running back, I'm good with it. I mean, that's okay. But I, I see some people grabbing him as their first running back, and I just don't yeah. – I'm real, I'd be really worried about that. There's a lot of people out there that are really high on the Drake train, but I'm not one of those people. I, I need to see usage, and I need to see them get involved in that offense. 
Um, and, you know, I think Murray takes some points away from him too. I think they're going to rush with him a little bit more. I just, I, I just don't know. I just want to see it first before I actually start getting him up in that higher range. Yeah. He, he is one that hasn't proven it as a lot of these other guys in this area have. Yeah. It's uh, interesting. So he is, wait, who is this? Um, Kenyon Drake. He is ADP of overall 15. So just after the turn. Yeah. 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 I definitely have him higher based on what I can see him doing. Let's go to someone that everybody's uh, now on the hype train for. And that's a little (laughs) Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think I said it right. Otherwise, it's going to be hilarious. (laughs) Bad jokes. Bad jokes. All right. So Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Let's uh, go to the Chiefs. KC. Green Bay. Kansas City. This got easier for him, I think, um, at least for me to rank him uh, <laughs> with Williams leaving, yeah, uh, opting out. I still think it was a strategic move by him. I think I said that on on the uh, the previous show with you on there uh, when he opted out. I think he just want to didn't want to get beat by the running back. So uh, I have him for two hundred thirty four rushing attempts, lower than the other guys I've, I've talked about so far, pretty much. Uh, only a thousand six uh, rushing yards, other than Alvin Kamara, he's the lowest so far out of that number. Because uh, I could see him sharing the ball with DeAndre Washington some, being that he's a uh, an old coach's favorite. And uh, I am a, a fan of Daryl Williams myself, or Darrell, however people feel like saying that, or however he says it, I guess. Um, lost my earpiece, don't need it. Uh, rushing TDs, I only have him down at, at uh, oh, <laughs> I said only. That's the expected number. I have him up at 10, which is actually pretty high. But for this offense, it's not high. They're such a high-scoring yeah. offense. They're going to put him in a position to get the ball in the end zone more often. Um, yeah, thanks for enjoying that pun, Andy. Um, the uh, rushing TDs, only two, which I think – oh, that's Mahomes. Sorry, five. <laughs> Again, <laughs> on the higher side. Um, but I think he's going to be in a position to do it. And the man has some receiving chops, so – he can catch the ball. He can do some things in the air and on the ground. And receptions, 45 for 335 in a similar yardage as uh, some of the previous guys. Uh, I just think the opportunity is there. It was it was going to be there, but he was going to have to earn it a lot harder. I feel like he just had the door open for him. Now, granted, maybe it turns out he's not ready and they slide these other guys in still earlier in the season. I hope not. hope they just unleash, unleash the beast. So what's your thoughts there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in – and strictly redraft, I, I yep. see it. Like, that's, you know, he's going to have opportunity. He's going to be – I mean, he had over 1,800 yards from scrimmage last year at LSU. He's going to be in a better offense with a better quarterback. They're going to space the field out. I mean, there's really – it's up to him. Like, there's really no one that's going to stop him but him. If he can't learn the system, one, um, as, as long as he stays healthy, he should get the opportunity. And it's really – this is a make-or-break year for him. It's weird to say that, but – there's really nothing holding him back. There's no one behind him. None of those guys they have are going to do right. anything. Uh, right. Darwin Thompson's, Thompson's not coming out of a grave and like going to show up <laughs> again. Like that's not happening. So really, it's up to Hilaire to actually produce. And if he can, he can. I guess there's no one else. So thousand yards, you're going to have a lot of receiving yards. You're going to have you know Mahomes as your quarterback. So uh, if he's your running back too, going into redraft, that's a that's an excellent spot for him. Um, and he could produce pretty high numbers. Maybe he could sneak into that top tier. And that's kind of what you want from a guy. I just the rookies things. I know some older fantasy guys that hate drafting rookies that high. Um, I just kind of sometimes wonder, like when Zeke and those guys go into those, like when Zeke came out, oh, that's a guy we can draft him as a first pick. We're good. You know, we we're using his location as kind of like, oh, of course, where he's going to produce. Like oh, he went to the Chiefs. Look at that spot. But maybe the talent doesn't equal the spot. Maybe it does, but maybe it doesn't. And if talent doesn't equal that spot, I don't know how much the talent or that spot can actually push him over the top. That would be my only concern. But it's up to him to show that he can do it. It's really no one else is going to be there to stop him. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, somebody asked uh, who's faster. Michael Hardman, our Tariq. Uh, that's uh, next week's show, sir. We're talking wide receivers. <laughs> uh, and I honestly don't know who's faster. I think it's still Tyreek. Uh, I tried Googling it while, uh, while, you, were, while you were talking there. And, and uh, multitasking can be difficult. Um, <laughs> I'm going Tyreek. I'm going to say Tyreek Tyre. until he retires. Tyreek's the other guy I called the freak. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. 
the um yeah no all right so we're gonna flip here to the next guy let's just let's just move past him oh that's what i was gonna ask you um since you do uh, love the, the debbie you do love the dynasty uh i know people are going back and forth between him and um taylor did uh did this did this change your mind any any way at all move move him up the scale ahead of uh, taylor for you or was he already ahead of taylor um well for me i i'm dobbins i'm a dobbins okay. guy so okay. for dynasty I, I think he's more talented but i would rank it dobbins taylor um and then i would go probably clyde in in that category and then acres and swift are like right next to each other until one of those guys breaks out all right all right cool cool all right we're gonna stay in that third tier we're gonna go to running back number 10 that's Derek Henry for me. For the rest of the world, where in the heck is Derek Henry? He is number six. So I'm about to explain myself a little. Uh, I have a 245 points uh, right there in that same little group with all those other guys. And he plays for Tennessee. So let me, let's, start, let's start with last year. Let's start there. We have... Uh, to do so last let's go to the last two years 2018 2019 16 games 15 games he had a thousand just over a thousand yards in and uh two years ago he had 1540 yards amazing last year averaged just about five yards per carry on both sides uh 12 rushing touchdowns two years ago 16 last year that's phenomenal here's his targets 18 and 24 they don't really throw him the ball that much he caught it 15 and 18 times me uh 99 yards and 206 that 206 was pushed up i think by that one what 105 yard uh reception in the flat you take that out and he's down to 99 yards um you know hey everybody gets those long ones and we don't take them out of anybody else's stats so let's not put azer stats in there to steal it from some other show um but and he had uh, two receiving touchdowns so that was that was him in the last two years, and then I put him in for uh, Derrick Henry, 293 attempts. And that was compared to 215 and 303. So I didn't shave much up, much off. Five, ten, shaved off ten attempts, 1404 yards. That's still phenomenal to me. It's only 100, and, a little bit over 100 less than he had last year. 12 touchdowns, still phenomenal. Uh, I kept him still with a very meager 148 yards receiving in between what he had the last two years and two receiving touchdowns, which is what he had last year. I don't think that's an unfair number. I think he's got to – I mean, he doesn't have to regress. Tyreek Hill didn't really regress. You know, <laughs> people don't always regress. But it's uh, – you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, he's going to – I think he's going to regress a little bit. I think the touchdowns, he's going to definitely regress in a little bit. Um, but, I mean, in that offense, that's kind of what they want to do, and they're going to just run the ball, and they're going to run down your throat and redraft, especially there. I think sometimes, like, with the half PPR, I think in standard, he's your guy. I mean, you're yeah. going to run the ball, score touchdowns, do those things. I don't know. Like, my my boy Hammerjacks loves him, and he says he's a better receiver than he gets credit for. Um, but I would be more worried about Darrington Evans from Appalachian State, the rookie, because I think they're going to make him somewhat of the third down back sometimes, especially out of the backfield, because he's a he's electric when he catches the ball. So I think he's going to regress a little bit there. I don't think he's going to get those opportunities that we see. And in a, like yeah, I was I was reading an article. I wish I could remember who wrote it, but they were talking about um, they could actually see Tennessee when they get down fourteen nothing. They're not going to run the ball with Henry anymore. So a lot of those things, they, they really is going to depend on how they're playing in their games. Because if they can't if they can't get that lead quick, then a lot mm -hmm. of times Henry's just not going to be on the field. So I think that's the one area of concern. Game script, yeah, that could be deadly. And so, and I, they were talking about maybe their defense takes a little bit of they've taken a little bit of beating. They've had some injuries. They had some guys leave. So they the defense could get worse, which would lead Henry to not being the workhorse back that we're used to seeing. Um, but I think it's fair to think that he's going to decline a little bit. Um, but I'd still maybe have him over like Drake or those type of guys, just because I think that he's going to score some touchdowns and he's going to be the goal line guy. That's kind of where I was at. Okay. Okay. I can see it. And uh, if he, if, if he started, they start rolling that game script on him, like they did Marlon Mack over in Indy last year. I mean, you yeah. could just watch and you could see, you know, Oh, yeah. good game script. My, Mac had a great game. Bad game script. Uh, can you sit over there for a while uh, while we pass the ball? So, yeah. 
that could be if that happens that could be could be deadly or hey maybe you know maybe your boy is right over there with hammerjacks one we love that guy and um and he, maybe he's right and uh and he they actually use him as this uh, pass catching back that he feels he is that the team didn't last year yeah we shall see you know so all right so let's go on to someone who is a workhorse back who can catch the ball let's go to mr josh jacobs who i have at uh, i80 sports uh says hey guys what's up buddy good friend of the show and uh wilson says you take henry over barkley wilson you might be on your own there sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it's all good though we still love you all right uh i have mr josh jacobs at running back 11 and the world has him at running back 10 i'm actually slightly only by one lower on him and i'm not really worried about that one um Henry did rack up 122 carries while trailing in 2019. That's a good stat to know, Josh. Thank you for uh, giving me that. I did not have that stat myself. Um, that's good. That helps. So still wouldn't mind seeing him get those passes in there, but that definitely uh, helps if they're willing to give him the ball. And, um, yeah. I'd like but they that. also, I think – that's a good stat, but that Darian to Evans is best, definitely better than Deion Lewis. So that also yeah. might play a role where their backup is better so they can actually use them a little bit more. So yeah, that, but that's a great stat. I like that stat. Fair. Like that. See, let's see. Y'all are part of the show. We, we have you guys on the show, even though you're not on the camera. I love it. All right. Um, next up, Josh Jacobs. I already mentioned him. Uh, I'm one spot behind him. Let's give you the uh, stats for last year as a rookie. Came in and we knew he'd be the man. He only played 13 games. I got hurt, um, got hurt, and uh, and sat out a little bit. Also, probably a little bit roughed up a little, but that's okay. Uh, 242 rushing attempts, 1150 yards, uh, 4.8 per carry, seven rushing TDs, 27 targets. So didn't really get the ball thrown to him a ton for 166 yards, no touchdowns. Um, where do I see that this year? I see him in the uh, 276 rushing attempts, that workhorse back with 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns, because um, I am expecting more out of this offense. Derek Carr better make it happen, or he could very well be gone. Uh, 30 receptions. I didn't give him many more receptions, just a couple more, um, and uh, two touchdowns to go with him because I feel like the offense will be a little more uh, powerful this year. So that's that's my stats, which I think are almost a little bit on the loftier side, and I'm still one spot behind the uh, the rest of the world in there. So how do how do you feel about this uh, Raiders team and Josh Jacobs? Yeah, I like I like Josh Jacobs. I think he's going to do very well. I mean, they just came out. He wants to catch sixty balls this year. That would be great if he could do that. If he can get up into that um, top echelon of ke ball catchers, if he could be a good receiver this year on top of his rushing ability, I think he could be really really good. I just get worried about their offense sometimes because you know Gruden. He thinks he has the best offense in the NFL, and he tends <laughs> to. And, and you know Derek Derek Carr just doesn't. He's okay. Like he's just not. I mean Marcus Mariota. What we've seen what he is. Um, I know they got better at the receivers, so that's going to help the running game. You know, they actually got some weapons on the outside. They can't stack the box. I just worry about Carr's ability to 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 get that spacing to allow Jacobs to run the ball. Um, mm. Because I, as a defensive coordinator, I wouldn't be very worried about Derek Carr. I'm just not very worried about him. So yeah. I think I think that could hurt Jacobs a little bit. But I like Jacobs. I think he's going to do. I think he's going to do very well there. Um, I know they brought in some running backs that maybe could take away the receiving part of it. Um, and you know, I don't know what you guys, what you think about Lynn Bowden and those guys, but I, I don't know if they're going to be, if that's going to hurt Jacobs or not. I'm not sure what they're going to try to use them as. So it kind of just depends on what Gruden does. Yeah. So, so my 30 receptions for Josh Jacobs, that's, that's two and a half targets a game and about one and three quarters receptions a game. So it's not uh, almost, almost two receptions game so it's not crazy high yeah uh, i did put bowden in for 300 yards rushing and uh three, almost 300 yards receiving and uh jalen richard in for 215 rushing and 341 receiving so i gave work to the rest of the team um yeah so I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, Jacobs is the clear cut number one. I just, I yeah. know that Gruden likes to be, he just likes to get too, he likes to get fancy. He likes to use different weapons. And yeah. so, like, and it's weird. Sometimes he goes away. Like, I think last season, there's a lot of games because I live, of course, in California. So I have to watch the Raiders play. So I saw, I saw them to. play. You said have to, didn't you? Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes when I can't, um, can't watch the Cowboys. So, I would like I watch him and he just tries to get too cute sometimes where it's like Jacobs just give him the ball he's gonna get four or five yards of carry um and I, I felt like they were really one dimensional last year they weren't very the offense just didn't it looked from like the 1990s where Gruden's used to coaching and so it just kind of got to that point where it was like hey this is really frustrating so hopefully Jacobs gets the opportunity because I think he's I'd be interested to see if he would have came out this year where he'd be at in the running back tiers for people um because I think he's still pretty high up there I, I, I still think you'd want him as your running back yeah, I agree, and I uh, and I do have them as both my dynasty running backs. So boom, yeah, Bob. that's good. Um, all right, so uh, here's someone new to the show, Bob Ventimagina Vigilia. I said that wrong. I apologize. Uh, love Jacobs. Four more games this year with Richie Incognito, <laughs> not Incognito. So um, PP uh, PFF ranked Raiders number one offensive line in football. That is not a bad thing to run behind. And uh, every year the Raiders are always high on receivers. So uh, thanks for joining in on the comments, guys. Love it. All right. So um, let's go over to my next guy. This guy uh, I'm a little surprised I have here um, because I don't know if I've ever owned him on a single team. And that's that's on me. That's on me. That's Aaron Jones. I have Aaron Jones at number 12. I guess it's is that is that low? No, the, they have an eleven, so I guess That's I'm not that far off. I, I think it's still because I'm waiting for some of those other names that should be up here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't have them. I think that's what it is for me. So 243 points. He's the next guy in my fourth tier. It's Aaron Jones, Mark Ingram, uh, which I think people are unfairly um, low on this year, and Todd Gurley, who I think also people are unfairly low on this year. That's a that's an interesting tier to me right there. That group of guys. Uh, would you say? Yeah, no, I, I, I like that. It's an interesting group because I feel like Eckler should be higher. That's kind of where I was looking at. Because I know, in I know. PPR, so I'm like, man, yeah. I don't know if I'd take those guys over him. But like Aaron Jones, yeah, like where you have Aaron Jones at running back 12, that sounds about right. I think yeah. that he's going to – people think he's going to super regress. I think he's going to definitely regress a little bit on the touchdowns because he had a lot, like, you know, 16 last year. Um, but I, I still think he's the running back to own there. Um, yeah. People are keep saying AJ AJ Dillon. I watch AJ Dillon a lot in college, and it's just for me, he doesn't have the burst that you really want to see. I know that I know that they're going to run a little differently, um, especially when you know their offense. They're trying to change it up a little bit, but I think Aaron Jones definitely hasn't. Especially this year, this year I think he's still going to continue to be a top running back, a top a running back two somewhere in that category. Okay, that's fair, uh, Bob. I can't say your last name. That's the other Bob. That's who that was. All right, cool. He was a uh, former guest on a, on a show or two for me. Love it. And uh, real quick, uh, for redraft, please, 15th round, take Greg Ward, Tyra Williams, or Antonio – who's Antonio Brown? Uh, who are you taking right there? Take a uh, shot on Greg Ward? Yeah. Chance to be better than Antonio Brown. I wouldn't take a shot on Tony. Tony Brown's crazy. I would probably, yeah, Greg Ward, I guess. Tyrell Williams, maybe. I don't know. All right, there you go. You had it. Go draft him. All right. Don't take uh, either I'm of them. You. Take someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm with you on AJ Dillon. This is a Joff, Josh FF. He's somewhat soft for a back his size, too. AJ was elite inside the uh, five zone. So here's the stats that I threw in here for, uh, for him. Uh, we have uh, Aaron Jones last two years. Or last year, 1,000 yards, way way less than that previously, but that's because he didn't really get the work. Uh, 474 yards, big jump for him in, in receiving yards last year, three receiving touchdowns, 16 rushing touchdowns. The man was a beast uh, last year in the touchdowns. That is uh, 19 for those not counting and not good with the hashtag math. So I put him down for 245 attempts, 1,225 uh, yards. So I gave him an extra 200 yards to get to where I got him. But I took away, I took those touchdowns down to 12 because I thought that was outrageous. And I took his receiving yards down to 223 because I think he just had, I think he had a big couple games that really pushed that number high and gave him two touchdowns. So that still kept him in that realm. I just, 
I don't know why I could never get on board with, with him. I mean, really, last year was his only year that he really, really, really did it. Um, 700 yards a year before with eight touchdowns, 200 receiving yards, and another touchdown there. It's not bad. No. I think if you have him, this is the last year to have him. And then I think you got to try. If you're playing Dynasty, get rid of him by this year. And if you're in redraft, this would probably be his last big year before I think he's going to have to find a new team. I don't think they're going to bring him back. So I think if if you want to get him now, you get him now. Maybe, like you said, he gets that 1,200 yards. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. So he definitely has that ability. Um, but, yeah, he, he's someone that's on – this is probably his final year at being Green Bay for sure. All right, so speaking of final years, let's go to my next guy, <laughs> um, who I think people are sleeping on hard this year, but maybe not. Uh, that's Mark Ingram the second. Uh, he is running back 13 for me, and for the rest of the world, Mark Ingram is running back 22. Okay, there's a disparity, huh? Yeah, that's a big one. So uh, Wilson says big trust. Exactly. That's a big disparity. So let's figure out why in the hell is it such a big void? Why do I have them so high? Well, let's take a look. <clears throat> All right. Last three years, uh, 1,200 or 1,100 yards, 600 yards, and that's in a uh, three quarters of a season and 1,000 yards last year in 15 games. So that's pretty well on pace each year for around 1,100 yards. And then in the receiving game, he actually can receive the ball. So 58 receptions, 21, 26 receptions, not terrible. Definitely better three years ago than the last two. Uh, 247 yards last year, five receiving touchdowns, which was outlandishly high, I believe, for him. Um, or really, for anybody who catches the ball that many times, that little times. So I gave him 1,132 yards in his wheelhouse, totally doable. Ten touchdowns, who, who are they stopping? They stopping him? They stopping uh Lamar Jackson who who are they covering there gotta 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 watch and see uh it gives him just more opportunities to try and bust through a hole uh, I dropped him to dropped him I gave him 309 yards rush uh receiving that's totally doable for him and dropped him down to three three receiving touchdowns any number there stand out as crazy high to you um I just or is it or do you think it's market share yeah, I just I think it's I think with like when I was doing my research for my quarterbacks, I was looking at Lamar Jackson, but they were talking about his offense. And I, I think he's gonna get some goal line carries like you talked about in touchdowns. I think he's definitely there. Um I just think that they're gonna improve their passing game. And the, when I when I was going through the research, they were talking about how um he actually ranks eighth in uh, Lamar Jackson ranks eighth in deep passing. They just don't throw the ball very much. So the their Greg Roman and Harbaugh have been working on all summer trying to figure out different um, schemes to get him to throw the ball downfield. So I think they're actually going to be a, a more of a passing team than they have been than mm -hmm. last year. I think last year was, okay, let's put this together for him. Let's build it around him. And then now it's, okay, let's expand. So I think that they're going to – I think Boykin is going to be okay this year. Um, I, like, I like Marquise Brown, obviously, and he gained, like, I don't know, freaking 100 pounds of muscle over the summer. Everybody's talking about it. Um, James Proge, Duvernay, all those guys, they're, they, they're talking about doing really quick screens and trying to get them, them involved in the offense a lot more. So I could just see his market share going, going down just because I think they're going to get other people involved. And I, I do think Dobbins is a hell of a talent, and it's going to be hard to keep – like everybody talks about, oh, look at Mack and Taylor. It's like, dude, Dobbins is better than, I think, Ingram at this point where compared yeah. to Mack and Taylor. I really think Dobbins can step in and really be that guy in that offense. Um, so I just worry about, is he going to get enough carries and is he going to get enough, you know, enough targets to be able to satisfy your team, depending on where you draft him at. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Uh, I can definitely see Dobbins, uh, cutting in and there's room for that team to, to start passing more and, and rush less. It just, it can happen. Um, it definitely can happen. I feel yeah. like it pulled in the reins a little bit. Um, did I give enough to, to Dobbins? Eh, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, Okay. So let's uh, let's probably hit our last player, maybe two here, uh, and this is another one that I think uh, the world says, James, what are you, James, Bob, Bob, James, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? RB fourteen for Todd Gurley? Are we kidding me? Because uh, we're thinking he's RB fifteen. It's not that much different. Okay, I thought they were lower on him than that. Um, <laughs> so Gurley, this is a guy who who was the king of the world five minutes ago. Yeah. And then he got those knees. 
got those Jay Ajayi, Sony Michelle. Except those guys ain't playing anymore, and he still is. So I'm going to read these beautiful stats for you for Todd Gurley. Uh, we're going to go 1,300 yards, 1,250, and 850 last year. That was his terrible season in 15 games. Actually, 15, 14, and 15. He hasn't played a full season in a while. Um, 857 yards last year. His yards per carry dropped by a full, a little bit over a full percent last year. So that's a pretty big dip. 13, 17, and only 12 receiving touchdowns last year. So uh, definitely big decline from the previous year that uh, in rushing TDs. Passing yards, holy hell. Uh, 788, 580, only 207 receiving yards last year. You're going to tell me this man can't catch the ball all of a sudden anymore? Give me a break. Uh, yards per reception, 12, 9, and 6. That's a, that's a pretty big decline. Is, is that the is, is saying the end is near? Six receiving touchdowns, four, then two. I mean, if, if he keeps going at this pace, he is going to be at zero. Uh, here's what I gave, gave him. I gave him 232 with 974. I don't even have, I don't even have him breaking 1,000 yards, guys. Come on. Come on. It's not even 1,000 yards. Give him, give him, give him a, little, a little slack. Uh, I have him for 12 touchdowns. All right, that one feels lofty. How did I get the 12? <laughs> uh, I have him for 43 receptions at only 290 yards, which is a little more than he did last year, but way off his path, his pace from previous years and three touchdowns. And that keeps him one spot behind the rest of the world, I think. I think that team is going to use him and abuse him for yeah. this year. They have him, and they're just going to beast with him. And that's why I have him at 14 instead of 15, uh, just – Saying world get out of the way, he's going to dominate that um, offense. What do you got? Yeah, no, I think I mean he's only missed seven games in five the five seasons he's played. So it's not like he's missing half seasons and doing those type of things. I think people think his knees are just like completely on the ground and they don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I think I don't want to make excuses for him, but I think the Rams' offensive line was terrible last year, and I, I don't think that helped. I think I like I said I thought Goff regressed, and I, I don't want Goff mm -hmm. at all. So I think that it did hurt him there. I think the scheme was wrong. I just didn't like the makeup of that team either. I know they went to the Super Bowl the year before, but it just what didn't something didn't click for him. So I don't think they got him involved in the ways that he was used to, and I think he got a little frustrated. Um, but like you said, being in Atlanta, having Julio, and then you got Ridley, you got Gage there, who I think is going to be a good third option on that team, a slot receiver. Um, you're going to have Matt Ryan. They can't stack the box because they're going to throw the ball. I, I like you said. I think I think this is. I think this could be one of the better years for Gurley. Probably his third best season as a pro. If he can get in that like 1,100 yards, maybe if he can actually get into that category. Um, but yeah, he's a great option for you in a redraft league in the third, fourth round. If you're looking for that, maybe second running back. Just kind of depends. Um, but I like Gurley. I think people just leave him out the out of the pasture because he has arthritis. He's going to have arthritis. That's in like five years. He's going to be just fine in the next couple of years in sure. football. Like he's yep. not done. He's not tearing his ACLs and all this stuff right now. Like he's, he's still a good football player. Yeah, I agree. Here's a quick stat for you. So rushing attempts for Atlanta um, for the uh, 16 and 17, about a little bit over 400 yards for uh, not yards attempts, 424 and 30 last two years, 350, 360. Uh, so lots of room for rebound there. And then listen, he's passing attempts, 530 uh, last the first two years, and then the last two years, 617 and 680. I don't see him getting that many um, passing attempts, but they aren't afraid to throw to the running back typically, and I think that will play well to his strengths if they so choose to let him play well to those yeah. strengths. They, they have to actually throw it to him because uh, last year uh, the team didn't. Uh, but I think they should. And I think, and I, I think he's a big upgrade from Devonta Freeman. Everybody's yeah. loving Devonta Freeman. Devonta Freeman hasn't done crap for two years. Like, I don't know why this, like everybody's like, Oh, where's Devonta Freeman going to sign? I don't know the XFL with the rock. Like, I don't know where he's going to sign. Like he's not, he's not that guy that you're thinking like, Oh, he could legitimately be, you know, I think Gurley's a big upgrade for that. Offense. I think he's going to be fine. Yeah. I think he's going to be good. Yep. All right. I dig it. So we're going to cut the show. Um, the, the players right there. Uh, why don't you remind the listeners who aren't looking at the screen who can see it uh, where they can find the, your work. Uh, if it comes out certain days or scenarios you got going on there. Um, if you'd just like to talk on the Twitters uh, when you're dropping anything uh, other than a deuce, let's hear what you yeah. got. Yeah, so you can uh, find me at the boys underscore 22. You can get me on hammercast.com. That's where a lot of my work goes. Um, 
because of Debbie and because the college football season's all kind of in flux right yeah. now, it, which is which sucks. Um, my work's kind of like I've kind of taken a break from Debbie stuff right now, just to wait to see what's happening with the college football because I don't want to write like I wrote ten thousand words on the Mountain West last week and now they're not playing. So now I'm just kind of like, well, that sucks. Um, so I'm I'm gonna be writing a couple of dynasty pieces. We're gonna do some gambling lines. Uh, I think we're gonna come out with that pretty soon. So that'll be out this weekend. Yeah. I usually have two or three articles out a week, and so uh, right now, so I've been kind of grinding on those. So you can find me at Hammercast or on the boys tw- underscore twenty two on Twitter. Awesome. Uh, you can find me on, at Bob's Three Toad Warriors on Twitter, uh, at Bob's Three Toad. I should say at Bob's Three Toad Warriors on YouTube. Um, Shows are Monday and Thursdays right now, and the live streams are Wednesdays. And uh, Wilson chimed in and said, thanks for the great show. Thanks for being great listeners, great uh, conversators with your great comments. Thanks for giving us uh, something to, 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 to play and, and you guys enjoy. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy it as much as we enjoyed doing it for you. And Kevin, oh, man, thank you for uh, coming on the show as always. Third time, tied for number one guest. Tied for number one. Tied. <laughs> tied, that's right. It's not the first loser. It's not the first winner. I don't know <laughs> what it is. <laughs> uh, it's been Bob's Three Toad Warriors with Kevin, reminding you that soon enough you'll be able to hit the waiver wire, set your lineups, and dominate your opponents. But until then, see you.